What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? Welcome to the Loud Mouth Podcast with me, Sterling Fobbs. And today on the Loud Mouth Podcast, I got to bring in a very, very special guest. My boy, Kenneth Big Bang Blow. Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's Ken Blow. Happy to be here. Thank you, Sterling, for inviting me on the Loud Mouth Podcast. Yeah, what uh, people don't know about this, man, that uh, this podcast probably would never have happened because this started... As an idea, you know, because it wasn't this idea wasn't really originally for me. It was a uh, uh, how how they go. Originally, we was gonna start another podcast called Cloud Cloud Radio, and uh, and uh, before we even got into that, my my boy Ken pitched the idea to two of my other friends who who also gonna be on the podcast later on. Uh, my boy D Scott and my boy Ant. You know, because they always saying some crazy stuff on Facebook, and he like y'all should start a podcast. I'm like. That's a good idea. So that led me to this long journey of how does how to start a podcast. And then eventually I kind of want to strike it out on my own. But without my boy Ken, this this probably wouldn't be possible. Or I would never thought of it, you know, because I didn't even know what a podcast was at that time. So, you know, shout out to you, Ken, for that, you know. Man, appreciate it. Man, because I'm telling you, I had done so much research. I done listened to other podcasts and to get to um to you know understand how 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 this podcast game work and then what all the little nuances about it but yeah like I said man thank you for you know for just giving me the idea cuz you know without the idea you know I would never I would never thought about this or even started one anytime um I want to thank you for bringing it all to life man man I appreciate it man but man what what you really what's good with you man what's good Man, everything's pretty smooth so far. Just, you know, taking it one day at a time. We fresh off the holidays. Just excited about what's in store for the new year. Yeah, because uh, 2020 has been a bitch. Definitely. Man. And not a bad one at that. N- not a bad one. <laughs> been the ugliest bitch i ever seen in my life. Please believe it. Man. Also, uh, for people who don't know, on the Loud Mouth Podcast, we I'm going to try something new. Um, most of this stuff I'm doing on here is just straight off the top. I half the time I don't even know what I'm doing, so I'm gonna you know do some stuff, hope it sticks. But you know, one thing I want to introduce is our drink. So what we drinking is uh some stuff I got from Tennessee. This um old Smokey's Moonshine, the Hunch Punch. You know, very good. Tastes like Hawaiian Punch, but it kicks. You know, I mix mine with a little ginger ale. You know, Ken got his on the rocks. Oh yeah, man. Ooh, I, I felt it based off the first sip. Yeah, he had it straight. He like, woo, <laughs> shit. Yeah, but hey, let's get let's let's talk about twenty twenty, man. Twenty twenty has 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 been a pan been a Pandora's box of things, you know. It's been a motherfucker to say the least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit, what back in January we almost got into World War Three. <laughs> Kobe died. Wait, look. When when Kobe died, I knew shit was going downhill from there. Man, I'm like, man. But I ain't gonna lie, it was it has been a few good things, you know. Um The stimulus checks. The stimulus checks and legalization here in the great state of Illinois. Absolutely. Man, we can smoke legally. I mean, we was already they said, but you know, the, according to the law, you can only smoke um on your property. Don't smoke in your car because they look at that the same way as driving drunk. Man, nah, I drive better. High than I do drunk. <laughs> Don't let them smell it in the car. That probable cause. Ooh. 
man, because most of the time when I'm when I'm when I if I did ha- I I try first off disclaimer disclaimer we do not promote drinking and driving, Mm-mm. but this had been a few times where I was like I couldn't find a designated driver. This was way before the times of uh, ride sharing. Got to do what you had to do. Yeah, man, I spent most of the time praying behind the wheel. It was it was blurry, but you made it through. Yeah, it was blurry. You did make it through, <laughs> man. But it was ooh. But when I was driving high, I'd be so I'd be like, damn, why the hell I'm driving that ten and two, man? When I'm driving high, I stop at the signs. I see a yellow light. I start to slow down. <laughs> driving drunk, I'll be like, man, let's just, just get me home. Let's just get me home, Lord. Just get me home. Hey, speak. Hey, speaking of getting high, man, I I smoked pretty good this year, and I will, and I must say. Weed is a healer. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't been smoking much TAC weed. I've been smoking a lot of CBD for, you know, because I like to go to the gym. I like to work out. Mm-hmm. And that's like my painkiller. Because, you know, one of the things of uh, CBD, CBD, it uh, minimizes uh, pain and inflammation and anxiety. So I've been smoking that even to uh, kind of manage the uh, soreness I get from uh, working out. But it's it been helping, and uh, when I went to t- uh, Tennessee uh, with my friend and my uh, girlfriend uh, uh, around with the first week of December, there was a lot of TAC shops, man. I mean, a lot of CBD shops. Man, I know you got a ball up in there. Yeah, I did. You know, it was fun. You know, what tweaked me out was the Trump stores. Oh, speak on that. Yeah, the Trump stores, man. I'm like, they literally had a legit Trump store in a... Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I was tripped the fuck out. I'm like, what is this shit? Question. Did y'all go in the store? I won't. Nah. I won't. <laughs> Low key. I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I was a little curious. I was a little curious about the situation. I'm like, I do want to see what's in there. But at the same time, I don't want to meet. I'm not really big on the Trump supporters. Hey, I, I would have went in there just to see what's up. Yeah. I'm like, look, y'all, don't say shit about Biden in this motherfucker. No, in my ass, I would have said, riding for Biden. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was a good time. You know, I probably, I probably go back again. That's dope. But man, also, man, congratulations to you. I know you, uh, you and your girl having a baby. Appreciate it. You know, stepping up. How 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 does it feel to be, to be a potential new father? Man, it's. At first, it was different, but as time goes on, I'm 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 happy about it. You know, I'm just preparing for it day by day. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We're just praying for a healthy and safe delivery. Yeah, man. I just had a uh, nephew over the summer, man, and I ain't gonna lie, that little dude been stealing my thunder. <laughs> he been stealing my shine. I'm like, okay, I can't get mad at you. Yes, and but you know, it's all uh, it's a blessing just to have, you know. You know, a new person in into the family. So absolutely. You know, I had never been this more excited about the holidays until he got around. So, so that that was a blessing. Shout out to my sister for that. Also, shout out for my sister for um for the logo. The loud mouth logo came from her. So that's be, that's dope. To my sister Kriana, thank you. Shout for, out to you. Thank you for the logo that I you uh, let me snatch up with no fight, no fuss. As you can see, you can see, well, if you come to my studio, you'll see the original uh, logo without the uh, without the uh, words or extra fonts and stuff like that. But, you know, shout out to her. For that. Yes. Man, like I said, 2020 has been a hell of a year. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Too much shit to name that happened. Yeah. Let's run it. <laughs> Let's run it anyway. Let's run it. So what we left off at? Uh, a fucking the bomb. What was it? Iran or mm. Syria, whatever. You know, Trump was bombing some Middle Eastern country. Bombing some shit that he couldn't make no money at. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but me, you know, me being, you know, you know, military and stuff like that. Yeah, that I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh crap, oh crap. Here we go. Here we go. Speaking of which, thank you again for serving our country. Mm-hmm. So, so how has that experience been? Uh, military service. Mm-hmm. It has its ups and downs. It legitly has its ups and downs. And um, I've been doing it for eight years. How I many uh, more years you have left? Um, I just signed a two-year contract with the National Guard. So, I got probably after, after, yeah, after next year, I probably got one more year left. But I'm gonna keep doing these little two year contracts, you know, take it two years at a time. Okay. Yeah. So, and um, once you eventually decide to, you know, you know, go on your last two year contract, where are your plans after that? To once sign you- up again. <laughs> I'm gonna sign up again. So uh, no plans, no honorary discharge. Nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the whole, the whole ten years. Okay. The whole, whole twenty years. Do the whole twenty years. So I'm like halfway done because I got, I did eight. Two more years make ten, so I see it as halfway. Cool. So after you do twenty years, what happens? I'm growing a beard. I'm smoking weed. So you good after twenty years? After like twenty years, I'm done. So what's the benefits of doing of putting in twenty twenty years worth of service for the country? A pension. A what? A pension. Like a lifetime pension. Yep. Then does it come with a GI bill and everything else too? Yep. So like you know, well I won't get you know I won't officially get my pension until I turn sixty, but like at forty three, I'm retiring. I did my service. Thank you. Yep. Oh man, I didn't mean to hit the uh, the mic stand, but hey, that's just that's a testament to your hard work and yeah. your trials and tribulations. But uh, yeah, I know you uh, you what you getting your master's PhD. My um, getting my master's in uh, special education from DePaul University. Okay. Okay. So. I passed my two. I passed my two state board exams. I start student teaching next week, and I'll be graduating my degree in June. All right, all right, man. This man is a hard worker. He working. He in school, man. You know. And also, shout out to you and your fraternity as well. Shout out to all the cappers out there. For, Special shout it. out to my uncle Mike. You know, one of the biggest cappers out there. <laughs> yo, yo, man. You know. But uh, yeah, man. I see, you know, even though 2020's been a, a a hell of a year, we also, you know, it's, like I said, it's been a lot of good things as well. I know there's, like, I probably made more money in 2020 than I made in any other year. Same so, yeah. it's, like, it's been a very profitable year for me. And, and as you can see in my studio that, you know, where all my money went to. Yep. So, <laughs> so, you know, I figured let me invest in myself, you know. Absolutely. Let me start something. Like my boy David said, we are way too young and way too talented to be working for somebody. So hopefully um, this podcast would take off and it could open some doors for for not just me, but the rest of us, you know. Absolutely. You know, y'all might have a spinoff with you on it. <laughs> Man, that's the plan. And um, I know um, after, you know, once I get this degree, once I become a lead teacher in the classroom, you know, once the birth of my child, get acclimated to all that. Mm-hmm. I plan on going back for my PhD. Oh yeah, man. Get that in uh, educational leadership. That way, that way I could be a principal, a superintendent, 
and so forth. Like yeah. one day I want to be the CEO of CPS, you know, if I'm, if I'm still in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, man. I especially these Chicago schools because I mean, there's, there's been a few that shut down, right? Oh yeah, over fifty. Like especially during the Rahm Emanuel era, oh, that yeah. was like ooh, about five, six, seven years ago. You know that make you appreciate Auntie. Uh, I mean, TT Lori. Absolutely, man. I love TT Lori. She don't take no shit. She don't. I mean, she, I mean, she CPD made, so that's what come with that. Yeah, man. You know, but uh. Man, T.T. Lori, I, I felt like out of all the Chicago mayors, she probably had the shortest end of the stick. She did. She had the shortest. Because not only, you know, during the climate we in with the pandemic and, you know, with the riots and stuff like that, man, I know she even got a couple new grades in her head. Absolutely. Mm. And on top of that, she had to deal with a school strike also. Yeah, so it's like all the Chicago mayors, I put her as like the second greatest Chicago mayor. Right, I mean, nobody be Harold Washington. Absolutely, I know you was about to say but, that. But, I mean, <laughs> number two ain't a bad spot. Two, number two is basically like number one. You, nobody could be Harold Washington, but at the same time, you know, T, man, T.T. Lloyd did her yep. thing. Rest in peace to Harold Washington. Mm-hmm. Man, this is some good hooch, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> man. Some good drink. That, hey, it'll sneak up on you. That's, yeah, man. That's, hey, that's why I had to hit that water. I'm like, ooh. Ooh, man. Ooh, man. You know what? I feel like when I get D Scott in here, I'm a I'm a I'm a force him to drink this shit. I'ma definitely force <laughs> him to drink this shit. He don't be drinking liquor like that? Nah, he ain't a drinker. He ain't a drinker drinker. Same here. Man, but I I bet it's fruity, but it's strong as hell. <laughs> the strongest Hawaiian punch I've I'm had. like, man, what is this Hawaiian punch made out of? Crack? Shit. <laughs> man, this is this is some uh, next level shit. But yeah, speaking of moonshine, like mm-hmm. yeah, I used to like you know watch all the like the documentaries and stuff on it. Yeah, I wanna you know I kind of wanna be one like a kind of sewer one day, you know try the different flavors like hunch Tennessee. punch, Tennessee. Uh, apple pie, Tennessee. Man, when we went to Tennessee, I got between me and my girl, we got like five jars. So that's like in a box that holds probably six. Mm. And then, then my boy, um, and my boy and his girl, they had about five or six jars between them. So yeah, you know that's dope. Yeah, so we that if y'all ever down in uh Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg, Tennessee, shout out to y'all. Uh, go to the Old Smokies Distillery. It's only twenty five dollars a jar, you know, and it's worth it, you know. Especially I love that um that sour apple. It tastes just like Johnny Lunch, especially if you mix it with some ginger ale. Oof. Ooh, yeah, that shit is dangerous. Man, I'm gonna have to head that way. I mean, I mean, there's a local liquor store here, um, here in Illinois that you know, uh, in Carry Lansing. the brand. Yeah, yeah, here in the South Suburbs. That, you said uh, Monster. Uh, no, Lansing. 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 Okay. Uh, she went out to the show. I'll show you. Okay. You know, but um, there's a liquor store that you know that sells you know sells jars, and trust me, man. They sell those specialty jars. Yeah, yeah, they sell the specialty jars like they got the. Sour raspberry, the apple, the hunch punch, which I'm definitely. We, we talking about Jolly Ranchers, by the way, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. This is strong Jolly Rancher. <laughs> Strongest Jolly Rancher I'd never had in my life. Hold on, let me go. Hold on, let me let me pause for two seconds to refill my cup. Yeah, gotta refill this. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. My brother, do you mind passing me the uh, ginger ale? Gotcha. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. But yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's like I can't drink Hennessy no more. Mm-hmm. I can't drink uh, 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 tequila no more. 
But I'm definitely can drink this moonshine. You retired from it? Yeah. Man, after I had this moonshine, I don't want nothing else. Man, I ain't gonna front. I kind of semi-retired from the dark, too. Speaking of mainly say. see, part, see what, what a lot of people don't know, part of me, what got me being a father to be is say. Oh, yeah, you always blame the liquor on babies. <laughs> it's either a song. Is it, This is how babies come along. Weed or alcohol. <laughs> yep. You either got drunk or you got high, then boom. I was drunk. Yeah, that sounds about right. That yeah. sounds about right. Uh, so, uh, so, um, so, uh, I feel like Duce should cut you a check. Yeah, there should be a disclaimer on alcohol bottles. Mm-hmm. May cause pregnancy. Yep, it should be. <laughs> should be a disclaimer. Man, I, I spent the block twice. I shot the club up twice drinking that. Man, not once but twice. He shot the club up twice. Back to back. Man, he on some Drake. <laughs> but. But man, like my thing is about that is uh let me speak on that for a little bit on you know like I'm getting to an age where you know I should be thinking about kids you know because I'm I got a decent job I got a you know my own place um I'm way past twenty so I'm like what thirty I'm about to be thirty two uh, next year yeah, you know I kind of feel like the way things are going with my girl that should be the next step. You know, you know, getting married and having a kid. So. Yeah. So it's like, but at the same time, I'm a little apprehensive because it's like, dang, it's that's a job that never ends. It don't. There's a job that does not end. So you know, that means we gonna, you know, and it's not 18 plus. I mean, it's not 18. It's 18 plus. Plus. Because I mean, I stayed at my parents' house till I was like, probably like 24, 25, and you know. Even when I did, I did, you know, came back from basic. I, you know, I still needed a job, you know, because I was in the, you know, National Guard Reserve. And um, I still needed a, you know, a job when I came back, even though I came back to a decent amount of money. But that money went quick because I didn't bought me a car and stuff like that. But, you know, I feel like that um, time is ticking, you know. And I feel like even though, you know, me as men, we don't have a a, a, a clock like, like women do. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like time is ticking. Absolutely. Like, you know, if I don't have a kid that you know, like me and me and my boy, you know, you know my boy, D Scott, you know, shout out to yeah. him. Uh, we feel like, hey, if we don't get no kids by thirty five, then it's over. Oh well. Absolutely. Yeah. So I say at least one. Like I'm one and done. Me too. I'm one and done. Like like beforehand, I'm like, man, I want two or three kids and stuff. But going through this process with my girl and all that, I'm family one. <laughs> nah, uh, dealing the- with my nephew, I'm like, man, he, I'm like, I, uh, the first time, you know, I really, you know, you know, got to hang out with my nephew, you know, because of the pandemic and stuff, you know, I couldn't really spend, you know, couldn't come in contact with him too much because, you know, I had to get tested first. And then once my text came back uh, negative, um, so I started spending some time, I'm like, man. This is a lot of work, mm-hmm. man. I'm like, ooh, I'm glad you're my nephew, not my son. I can send you back. You know what? Don't you want to go back to your mama, boy? <laughs> Absolutely. And here's another thing that they don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Like when you know when your girl is pregnant and you right next to her, yeah, it's so many things you deal with, like the mood, like the mood changes. Oh yeah, I deal with that with my sister. I'm so like with my sister, like uh, when I get mad, I be like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. 
and then uh, and she'd be like, she'd just roll it off. Yeah. But there was one time I said, like, while she was pregnant, I said, "Fuck you!" While she was pregnant, she actually took offense to it. I'm like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" Mm-hmm. Like I say that all the time. Every everything is heightened when they pregnant. I'm like, man, like. You know, I'd be like, you know what? She said, you know, we're going, we get into an argument. I'd be like, fuck you. And then next thing you know, she like, whatever. And she'll go walk away and don't think nothing of it. But, you know, we got into an argument. Me and my sister said it again. And then she started crying. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, mm-mm. I'm, at that time, I was like, no, nah, I'm cool on kids. You know, that make, if it makes you over, over emotional, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, take your time, man. I'm, t- I'm surprised I made it this long. <laughs> Another thing I would tell you is, mm-hmm. it's it's never a right it's never a right time to have children. Yeah, that's what uh one when I was at work, one of the guys said like, "Why you ain't got kids?" Like, I'm not ready. He's like, "You'll never be ready. You you won't. You might as well just have them anyway." <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, real shit." So that's the thing, like, man, I'll be thirty next year and. Fuck, I feel like I'm 18 and 19 having one. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're never ready. The, the process is the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, the money and stuff help, too. I'm I'm blessed to, you know, be stable on that front, but it's, it's still a learning experience. And, you know, uh, and with the job I have sometimes, like like with my civilian or my regular job, uh, I don't always have, you know, like, it's up and down with my schedule, so... Sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time off, and it's like I kind of want to be there for those moments, you know, like first step, you know, him or her basketball game or what you know, sporting events, you know, after school activity type situations, you know, plays and stuff like that. I kind of want to be there, you know. So it also got me thinking about you know, find a new crew, you know, find a new job because you know I work in the factory, factory, and the factory I work at. It it has a, it's pretty solid, it's pretty solid. So you know, you know they they don't they don't have too many shutdowns. They have voluntary shutdown. You know where you sign a list and you know, and um, they'll let you know hey you don't have to come to work. You know that's like a voluntary shutdown. But you know, but other than that, it's pretty consistent. You know, mm. it's good money. But I kind of want to be there for those special moments. Yes, you know. I feel like I shouldn't have to take off, you know, like, there'd be times where I do have to take off, but I feel like I should, you know, shouldn't have to take off days like that. Absolutely. Just to attend a special event, you know. So, I kind of, like, when I when I am ready to have kids, I want to be there for all the moments. Like, you know, first step, first plays, first sporting events, you know. I kind of want to be there for everything, mm-hmm. so. But um, I also want to touch on what you said. What you said about uh, you, what you and D. Stock, D. Uh, Scott was talking about. Yeah. Whereas uh, you want to wait till like thirty five to have the children. Well, not we would. We don't by have 35. kids. Yeah, we like we don't have kids by thirty five. It's like because my thing is, you know, kids take a lot of energy, and the older you get, the, you ain't got that much energy. Oh no. Mm-mm. I'm what thirty one. I'm still, by the grace of God, I still got you know the same vitality if I was in my teens. So you know that that's that's good. You know, I I go to the gym, I work out a lot, but kids require a different type of energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, I yes, I'm I'm blessed to be physically fit, but 
over time, you know, it gets, I'm getting to a point, sometimes it's a struggle to go to the gym sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. And I'm only in my early 30s. So I'm only 31, so. So what's it, what's it like to go to the gym post-COVID? Um, to me, they say, I'm, I don't think I should be saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm one of those guys who really don't wear a mask too much. I really don't wear a mask too much. If I can go somewhere without a mask, I would. I know that's not the right thing to say in this in this time, but with the gym, like I'm just, I just I can't work out with a mask on my face because it, it, I feel like it restricts my breathing. And you know when you lift weights and stuff like that, I feel like uh, I can't you know because I'm not getting enough airflow. You know, through my mouth and my nose, I feel like, you know, like, I can't lift as much as I want to. I can't run as hard as I want to. But other than that, I don't feel like it's any different. You know, I don't feel like there's any, you know, different between post-COVID and, you know, and before all this stuff happened, you know. But, yeah, for right now, I mean, I, I don't really feel like there's a difference in I still go, I still push, and I still, you know, strive, you know, I still, I'm not the biggest guy in the world because, you know, I'm more of a, my thing is running, I'm mm -hmm. really big on cardio, I like to run, so, you know, I'm not the, you know, swollest guy, as you can see, <laughs> but, you know, um, it to me, it's no different, you know, just, it was when everything shut down, that's when things became difficult, because, yeah. you know, when the whole, sh you know, uh, nationwide shutdown happened, that's when I felt things were difficult, because, I'm not really big on working out at home. Same here. It's like I have to get up. There's too many distractions here. Mm -hmm. There's too many distractions inside my house. This so. is a place of peace and comfort and relaxation. Correct. You ain't thinking about working out then. No, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> I'm thinking about, hey, there's Netflix and there's a food full refrigerator. <laughs> Let me combine the two. <laughs> Man, so yeah, I feel like, you know, that's when, you know, like, like my, like our boy Ant, you know, I feel like people like him are more disciplined. Because, I mean, he was still working out at home, you know, during the uh, during the pandemic. And, you know, he was probably doing little workouts here and there. But, hey, but when he come on, when he come on the podcast, he can correct me when I'm wrong, though. Yeah. So, he'll correct me. But other than that, you know, I to me, it was a little bit difficult. I'm so used to getting up. All right, I'm going to get up. I'm gonna do this workout, and I'm gonna go back home. No, not probably. I pretty, but typically work out for like an hour and a half, an hour and a half at the most, thirty minutes at the bare minimum. Yeah. But yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It, it, it has tested me, you know, with uh, this whole shutdown stuff. That's a good way to do it. Yep, it sure is. You know. But uh. What about your education? How's uh, COVID affected your education? Like, oh we, oh we. Do you find it easier to um, do the online training, or is is it better to you know physically be in a classroom? Personally, it's better to physically be in the classroom, mm -hmm. but in these circumstances, it's not because you know children they're gonna be kids they're gonna get sick, mm -hmm. and you know parents not eight times out of ten is gonna send their child. To school sick So I mean I don't like working from home As I, much yeah, virtually That is very true Because there's been times Where I was sick And I was you know In high school sick So that means I'm old enough To stay at home 
And I'm like, I'm telling you, sneezing, coughing, the whole nine yards. And I've been out of high school for 10 years, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I've been sneezing and coughing and stuff like that. And my parents still sent me to school. <laughs> I know. You ain't finna be in here. Mm-mm, like, oh. You ain't gotta go to school. You ain't gonna stay here. Like, you don't see my nose running. My eyes is red. I'm tired. Get them acting. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> go to school, you know. If you feel better, if you will, uh, if you sick, the next day, um, you know what? Just keep it pushing, okay? Keep it pushing. <laughs> keep it pushing. If, if you feel worse, give us a call. Oh yeah. They they ain't gonna pick up by the way. Yeah, that mysteriously they did not pick up. I'm like, dang. <laughs> like, uh, y'all not gonna come and get me? I'm sneezing. I'm coughing. They got busy. I'm throwing up. <laughs> oh no no you good you know eat some crackers and ginger ale betty you know do some homework he'll i'm like this is making me emotional <laughs> do some homework you'll be fine i'm this, like this is some homework you'll feel better yeah come go ahead work work baby work baby <laughs> man i'm like y'all i'm like oh y'all bogey snow days everything you going to school yeah but man but yeah i feel like you know these parents are probably pulling their hair out. Oh, yeah. They definitely pulling their hair out. Especially my population. You know, I work in special education, mm-hmm. so. Ooh, the things I've seen on virtual learning. Ooh, child, I pray for those children. <laughs> man, but, uh, yeah, I just, I feel like, you know, man, it, you may, it kind of make you not take these teachers. I feel like after all this, we should bump the teacher's pay. Again, yes. We should bump their pay. You know, I Absolutely. feel like they doing a job that nobody wants to do. Nah. Uh-uh. Who wants to teach your kid anything? <laughs> Preach. Man. It went to, I went to a period in time in my life where I was, you know, getting self-educated. You know, because I was like going, I wasn't really feeling the school things hit you so much. Even that was difficult. Teaching myself something was difficult. Mm-hmm. Learning how, you know... Even with this podcast, that was difficult. You know, trying to um, learn how to edit, uh, finding a hosting site, you know, marketing, all that stuff. That was difficult. Yes. So imagine trying to teach somebody something like that. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Shout out to y'all teachers for doing a job that most people don't want to do. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I would not say anything bad about teachers anymore. Man. Anymore, you would not hear any, and I don't even have kids, so I'm just looking at you know things I see on Facebook and other social media platforms. Like, I hate this e learning, this e learning sucks. It, it, it tests your attention spans and your eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll be seeing stuff on Facebook, like, uh, there's one video I seen on Facebook where uh, this lady was like, you know, stop eating in my class, like, I'm not in your class, I'm at home <laughs> for real, though. I ain't, these kids ain't stupid. These these these, these, <laughs> these new age kids ain't stupid. They are not stupid. Uh, technically, the, the student was right. Technically, he was right. He's not in your classroom. These kids are not stupid. I'll be seeing the things where they be like, all right, everybody would be still and make it look like the computer was froze. <laughs> these kids ain't stupid. They smart. They smart. You can't. Ooh, I feel. Ooh. Absolutely. This next generation gonna be, they gonna be something else. They are. They we gonna have to we gonna have to keep our game tight with this group. Yeah, and like 
We can't be like every trick you did I already did it. Nah, we can't nah, say that no more. Uh-uh. We they coming out with new tricks. Yes. And we gotta figure them out. I'll be like, uh, hey son, hey dog, hey, show me how to do that. How you do that? Now they ain't even they ain't even sending report cards through the mail. They all on the internet. Like, Emails. Hey. Be like, how do uh, how do I uh access your uh your grades, right? How do I do that? And then my <laughs> my own kid gonna be like, Hey, don't worry about that, Elf. You know, that 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 was from last that was from last semester. This is a new semester. You know this. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to just take their word on it. I'm gonna definitely have to take their word to on it. Call that principal. Hey, send, hey, send me that grades directly. You know, can y'all send this shit through the mail like I used to do? <laughs> I, don't, I ain't hey, understanding this shit. I'm like, hey, can you print out the, a copy of it for me? I'll pick it up in the morning. Man, shit, like, uh, uh I forgot my password. <laughs> How do I access this again? Mm-hmm. We had so many questions, man. Hey, remember them? <laughs> remember them uh, take home report cards? Oh yeah. Get to see your get to, get to see your parents. Damn, that was <laughs> I used to hate those. <laughs> I used to, man. I had like every now and then I had one bad quarter, one bad quarter, and then it'd be like, mm, this first quarter you did good. Second quarter you a little shaky. Third quarter. Mm. <laughs> mm, damn, nigga, is you stupid? <laughs> damn, I'm like, I don't know, am I stupid? <laughs> but that fourth quarter, I always pull it up in the fourth quarter. Yes. Man, I'm like one of them basketball teams. You know, hey, it's the finals. Like it's the Jordan. NBA. It's the NBA finals. We gonna do good on this fourth quarter. It don't matter about the other we, three. We finna win it. Pull it through on the fourth. On the fourth. With a, what? How many seconds on the clock? Oh fuck it, we gonna we gonna go for it. Absolutely, we definitely gonna go for it on the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So on the fourth quarter, I always pull up in the clutch, and we are gonna steal the ball and get another possession. Yup, man, I'm glad there's only four quarters in every semester. Yes, the fifth one, I'll be like, fuck it. <sighs> fifth one, I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> I think it was probably worse than when I got to college. Now that shit, I said, fuck it all together. Ooh, what was that like? Oh uh, well, I ain't go. You know, I ain't go to no university. I went to a lot of community college. So mm-hmm. I went to you know South Suburban and South Highland, Illinois, and then I went to um, Prairie State and what's that, Flossmore? I think I don't know. Yeah, Chicago Heights, yeah. I know. Chicago Heights, Flossmore, whatever. But uh, man, I went there for you know a few semesters, and the worst thing is, is uh, when I graduated out of uh, you know out of my uh basic training, then. For the army, then I uh, went at the basic training. I went to Virginia, Fort Lee, Virginia, for my well, AIT, my advanced individual training. To go back to school after all that stuff you've been through for the past eight now, how many how many months I've been there, and to go back to school, it was like, who the fuck are you to tell me about anything? It came. I ain't gonna lie. It came with uh, arrogance, you know, like. I would experience things you would never experience. And, and that's how I felt towards my teacher. But, you know, that's how I was thinking at the time. Now it's like, you know what? That probably wasn't the best thing. That probably wasn't the best thing for me, you know, to have that mindset. But, you know, if I can do it all over again, you know, I, I will definitely, you know, not come into school all arrogant with my chest out. You know, I would be more, you know, kind of humble myself down. Because, you know, coming with that mindset, you know, like, uh, you only one percent of the people of the population, the U.S. population, join the military, 
And you know, like I'm part of that one percent. I'm part of you know, just like you with your fraternity, you part of a group, you know, a, an extensive group. So you can go anywhere outside the country. You are gonna find some other uh, other noobs, other than yourself. And just like you know, I go outside the country. I'm gonna find some people just like me, easily. Even in other countries, you know, you know, like I got you know boys who stationed in Korea and Germany right now. You know, I ain't talked to them in about eight years, but still, they still out there. And uh, you know, to come back with that mindset was not the best thing. You know, I had, I do. That's one of my problems. Like sometimes I do get, depending on what I'm doing, I do get a little arrogant sometimes. Mm. And you know, I'm trying to check that. You know, I'm trying to be more self aware. So. That's another thing, you know. Um, hopefully, I can change in the uh, in uh, in 2021. You know, trying to be more humble and stuff. You know. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one day at a time. Yeah. So I do have this question for oh, you. Yeah. Go ahead. What um what prompted you or what inspired you to join the military? I was broke. I was broke. All right. I was broke. I like no. Nah, when, uh, when I graduated in 2009, and um, it wasn't. Because of the uh, well, the uh, recession, wasn't too many job opportunities. I couldn't even get a job at McDonald's. I remember that. I couldn't get a job at McDonald's or any other way. So it kind of like, you know, like, it was like, you know, desperate time come from desperate measure. I didn't think I would like being in the military that much. Really didn't think I would like being there. But it got to a point where, like, I can't see myself not being in it, you know, and stuff like that. So it was like... It's kind of like a love-hate relationship sometimes, but more love than hate. Yeah. So, you know, there's been times where, like, I like, man, fuck this. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Then the next day, you're like, you know what? I love you. <laughs> it be, it's a weird relationship. Like, I want to break up with you, but I still love you. I felt that. I feel you on that. I want to call it quits, but I can't leave you. Mm-mm. It's not even an abusive relationship. That's the thing. It's not an abusive relationship. I don't feel abused in any way. I'm in a, I'm in a position. I'm slowly getting to position of high, you know, more responsibility, more power, and stuff like that. But it's like, man, I just want to see how far I can go. I'm curious, like, what's gonna happen in the next five, ten years from now? I heard that. I'm just, it's just more of a, a curiosity, a never-ending curiosity. I just pray we're here for it. Yeah, you know. But uh, what made you wanna uh? Cause you know, most people they just stop at bachelors. Call it a day. I know a lot of people who like, you know what? I got my bachelor's. I'm done. What makes you want to inspire to go higher? Man, um, I got my bachelor's in uh, radio television back in 2013. Mm-hmm. What really made me want to go further was it wasn't no a real opportunity in my field. Okay. Like, I love what I do, but, you know, the constant moving, the your job can end at any given moment based on what's going on with the networks. Um. The lack of financial incentive. I mean, I'm coming out of college. These folks talking about, you know, $20,000 a year. Like, it's a million dollars or something. Mm-hmm. I know better than that because once you factor in taxes and stuff, you below the poverty line. Yeah. So, I'm like, I love what I do, but I need to survive, too. Yeah, I feel you. And with the lack of opportunities for that field, I just changed course and went to education and decided to get another degree and start a new career. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean I know a lot of people who are like you know what, I got my bachelor's and right now the way things are set up a bachelor's is almost equivalent to a, a high school diploma pretty much so you know you gotta kind of expire higher 
You know, and you said you did radio on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Where your podcast at, man? <laughs> Why you on my podcast? How come I ain't on yours? <laughs> man, it's coming. <laughs> okay, it's coming. But no, like, if you seriously want to start a podcast, please let me know. I will do everything in my power. I give you. I will lay the game out on the table for you. Absolutely, you, you know, bro. You know, I really wait. Take that back. I'm, this is my first episode right now, <laughs> so I, you know, I really couldn't be. I can't really give you too much game right now because I'm. This is just. This is my first episode right now. Man, I'm, I'm blessed to be on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I had to have you on the first episode for the simple fact is, like I couldn't like. I never listened to a podcast until you said something. Like, my girlfriend, yeah, she introduced me to a few. But I was like, you know what? My mindset at that time was like, all right, cool. We're going to do a podcast. Let's do it. Didn't even know what was involved, what was, uh, what was you know, what was inquired, you know, how to start one. I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it. It's, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have no information whatsoever about how to start this. I didn't know the equipment. I didn't know, I didn't even know what a podcast was, you know, and I ain't know too many people in my, in my, um, in my inner circle or in my, uh, in my surroundings that listen to podcasts. So I ain't know that, all right, cool, we're going to talk for like 10, 20 minutes and that's going to be the show right there. Come to find out these motherfucking shows is like an hour plus. Yeah. Like on average, it's, it's at least 60 to 90 minutes. And I was wondering, how do they talk so long? But when it's two or more people and y'all bouncing ideas back and forth. That is true. It's pretty easy to do. It's pretty easy to do. One thing was, uh, when starting this, was like, what the hell am I going to talk about? But then that, I, the one podcast I do like, I consistently look. I delete podcasts on my phone every day. But one, it's but like probably a few that I, can't, and I just can't delete because I'm so tuned in. And one of them is a wild black, so uh, you know, talk about black issues and you know stuff that's going in the black community. I love that podcast. And another one was a uh, Let's Parlay. It's a uh, a group, you know, a, a group of Haitian friends. So I kind of like I never understood Haitian culture until I started listening to that. Mm. I didn't, and I don't need us being here in the Midwest. You know, it's not too many Haitians or Haitian Americans that you see. I probably only know one. And, you know, Chicago is a big area. I know a handful. Yeah, but I started, you know, like, that kind of got me interested in Haitian culture because of them. And also, uh, most of the podcasts, like, they have topics, but it's just basically them just talking back. It's just, like, back and forth banner. And I love it. It's like they just, you know, talking like, you know, like they in a barbershop or they on the, street, on the corner. And it's like sometimes they don't have – sometimes they have a topic, sometimes they don't. And it's just, you know, that – that back and forth, you know, you know, every now and then they do a little freestyle session. I like that. It's it's not. I feel like it remind me of a time when uh, I was like probably 19, 18, 19 years old. I'm in the alley smoking weed, drinking, and um, my uh uh my boy, you know, our boy Ant was with us at the time, and my boy Thomas, we just talking with a, with a bunch of other people. In the alley, just drinking and smoking and freestyling, freestyle rapping, and that's what that podcast remind me of. Just me, just that time that we was in the alley, in the dead of winter, drinking, smoking, and rapping. Yes. And it, and that is what that podcast bring me back to. It's like 
we called that a Hammond experience. We was in Hammond, Indiana. And, um, you know, and, you know, we just chilling and stuff. Cold as hell. Thin-ass jackets. <laughs> it was around probably, yeah, it was probably around this time where we just, you know, just talking and drinking and stuff. And it was cool. That's, like, one of my favorite memories growing up. This is, yes, we was too young to buy liquor. Don't ask us how we got it. And then they got, and I hope my parents ain't listening. What matters is they got it. However they, however they went about it. That was the first time I smoked weed and the first time I drank Hennessy at age 19. And I was like, man, this is nice. Ooh. And we were just talking and drinking. I'm like, man, this is so cool. It was, And that's what that podcast remind me of. Because nine times out of ten, I watch them on YouTube. And, well, I don't really watch them on YouTube. But I just listen to them on the, um, depending on what uh, what they got me doing at work. I'll just pop in that one earbud and start listening. And it just brings me back to that that that. That that good time, you know, in life where we, you know, we just getting into the world, and at the same time, we still everything's still new to us. So, and there's that little element of danger, cause uh, you know, back then, what that was back in oh nine, oh eight, or whatever, mm-hmm. man, we were still illegal. Oh yeah, across the board. Um, yeah, alcohol at or at at a teenage level. Was hard to obtain, so it was like you know that reminds me of that, that element of excitement and danger with everything. Like that's why I don't really drink too much because it's like I don't have that excitement anymore. For you know, been there and done that. It's like yeah, I I alcohol is accessible to me, it just doesn't have the same feel anymore. It's it, it's different when you got sneak to get it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> I miss that excitement, that thrill of it, that thrill of it. Like yeah, all right, cool. I got me a bottle. <laughs> Ooh, and it'd be the, I'm like, wow. It takes, I mean, now uh, it's, it's hey, like, it almost feel as good as going around pulling out in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's how I feel. Like, man, I kind of want to stay in a little bit, but I'm not. <laughs> I think I should pull out. It feel good. Gotta pull out. But let's pull out. <laughs> but now, nah, yeah, so. Been on the end. Yeah, that, that, that podcast, Let's Parlay. Shout out to Jonas. Shout out to James, you know. Um, I doubt they hear this podcast, but still, you know, that podcast always, you know, it makes me feel good listening to it. You know, what about you? Anything you listening to? Oh yeah, I'm um, listening to Pat McAfee, his podcast on YouTube. I'm um, listening to the Road Tripping podcast with uh, Richard Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And what else? Uh, I would, you know, I was checking out. Well, I already consider it a podcast, but Everyday Struggle. I used to watch. I used to check that out with, when Joe Budden was on there, of course. Mm-hmm. Just, just a few of them. Yeah. Man, speaking of Joe Budden, though, I remember. Um, it was. I don't know if you seen this video, right? There was some girls. It was about three of them talking about why are these men going crazy over the PS Five. <laughs> because it's a game. Like. I mean, it's the PlayStation Five. Yeah, they go crazy of it. They just, do, I, just I, like women go crazy over Bath and Body Works candles during this time of the year. I go crazy over Bath and Body Works candles. I love Bath and Body Works. And candles. I got two of me. I got, I got one in each room in the house. I got one in the living room, one in the bathroom, and one in the kitchen. Send that move right. Oh, they like, smell oh. good. I'm like, hey, I'm buying. I'm look. I'm buying something for myself next year. Yeah, she. But Man. I'm like, man, they going crazy. I'm like, oh, why are they going crazy over this PS Five? You grown ass men going crazy over a game. First off, baby girl, they come out once every ten years. Yes. 
these new systems don't come out every day. This ain't hair we even make up. The amount of money y'all spend on y'all on y'all on y'all beauty products far exceeds that. Yes, we spend five hundred dollars every ten years. Y'all spend a hundred something dollars every two weeks. I, look, next time you hear that, ask for their Ulta bill for the whole year. Not that. Don't forget Mac and Sephora. <laughs> What's y'all Mac Sephora bill looking like? How much that bundle costs? <laughs> for real, for real. How much that bundle costs? Mm-hmm. How much may Ling doing your nails for? <laughs> but no, I'm like, man. Like, hey, all that's is in the thousands. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it equals. Yeah, it'll equal up to a thousand. Like, you know, that definitely will equal up to a thousand. Mm-hmm. And that's in a, what, a, a, what, a bi-weekly basis? Yep. Mm-hmm. Will a system come out every 10 years and you only got to pay for it once? And then you get the online subscription which I pay sixty dollars a year. Yes, my uh, my online subscription for the uh, for the PlayStation is sixty bucks a year. And oh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, so it takes sixty dollars out of my account once a year, not every month, but once a year. <laughs> so I'm good. But man, yeah. So let so let these men let them let these guys out here act crazy. Let them get the two K. Let them get they Madden, and let them play. And the good thing about that is right. Is uh, you know where your man is at? Mm-hmm. He too busy playing the game. He can't cheat on you. He can't do none of that stuff. That extra shit. That man is playing the game. Let that man be happy. You uh, did you got the uh the new any new systems though? Nah, I want the new. I want that new Xbox. Mm, you one of those people. Yeah, man. You know, hey, mm. I'm a loyal. I'm I'm loyal to it, but. Eventually, if I can, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna double back and get a PS5 too. I'm well, you know, I don't get systems when they first come out. Let them fix the bugs, any problems. So I'll probably get it around no no November or December of 2021. But yeah, I, I don't get systems when they first came out. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, I feel like I'm gonna be a good big brother and buy two of them. Yep. One for me, one for my little brother. Um, you know, shout out to my little brother right now because he's a he's he's in Africa right now. He got a he got deployed to Africa. All right. So I, I ain't gonna lie, I was a little butt hurt because you know I always want that's one of the, if I can go anywhere in the world, that's one of the places I I want to go to. I always wanted to go to Africa. Always been curious about the culture and and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, man, man. Other than that, man, shit. I say, man, let these let these man let let let, let these guys. Had a fun. Mm-hmm. Let them have a fun. Yeah, but anyway, uh, one thing I really want to touch on is how you feel about this uh stimulus check. Man, I feel like it's short than a motherfucker, but it's long overdue. And hell, at this point, we'll take we can get. Yeah, I kind of want another twelve hundred. And it was pushing for two. I'm like, oh, y'all two. pushing for two bands? Two okay, bands? let's go for it. Two bands. I'm like, okay, thank you, Papa Trump. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Check this out. You want to give us niggas two bands? Okay. How, how much money did Obama give us? I mean, but we wasn't in no shit with Obama. Though. It wasn't true, true. We wasn't in no shit. So yeah, so that, that makes sense. I mean, like he did extend the he did extend the insurance to twenty six. So shout out to him for that. Yeah, but Papa Trump want to give us two stacks. <laughs> Man, and, and eight hundred more dollars than the original check, and extend the rent monitoring, which is. Really a disaster, man. Well, 
I'm an essential worker, so I've been paying my rent regularly. So yeah. So how how you feel about this whole rent monitoring thing? Like, of course, we know about the people that that want to pay but can't. That want to pay but can't pay. But what about the niggas that's tricking off all their fucking money and just ain't paying their rent or their bills and shit just because it's a pandemic? I ain't gonna. Well, my landlord barely pops up here, but at the same time, I still pay my rent on time. Yeah. I I'm I'm not I'm not gonna take advantage of you know even though I could but I'm not going to take advantage you know especially for somebody who's been good to me mm-hmm. these past few years I've been living in my apartment so it's like I wouldn't less only way I wouldn't pay rent I would literally like my job would have to shut down and be like hey you know because of the pandemic we shutting down which they should have did mm-hmm. technically because I mean like we had a my job had a high COVID. Uh, had a high COVID rate because you know they're like because I feel like they should have shut the job down for two weeks and sanitized. But man, you be talking about my regular job, not my other job. But uh, mind you, that um, you know why they had you know all these people catching COVID. I feel like they should have sanitized. You know, sanitized the place for like two weeks. I mean, y'all making money. Y'all gonna be making money regardless. Y'all got enough product to ship out. To people, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like, you know, they was taking advantage of us workers. And but at the same time, I felt like I don't this is this is a personal opinion. Some of the people who I, I will admit it was probably some people who did have COVID, but it was probably another percentage that didn't. And that was taking advantage of, you know, having two weeks off of work. I feel, I feel you on that. Yeah, you know, because I feel like, you know, there was a. I don't want to speculate, but but I'm gonna just say it. Like I'm just gonna say it anyway. I feel like there was a maybe a a handful of people who really didn't have it, just so they can get a few weeks off of work paid. I don't, you know, hey, hey, you got away with it, more power to you. But at the same time, well, when my job got that first COVID case, because I mean, for a while we didn't wear masks, they didn't take temperatures for like for a few months, for several months, they didn't do that. But like you know what, up until what the what COVID came around February, February March, yep, February March around that area. So around October November, y'all just now implementing mask and um temperatures, taking temperatures. That's the part I didn't understand. Like why y'all doing this now, when you should have been doing it during the height of this stuff. So. Uh, I don't I don't really for my job I can't speak on other people's jobs and you know you know in a work situation but with my job personally I feel like uh yeah they should have took better measures and you know making sure that their employees are safe other than giving us I mean yeah y'all pay for our health care and stuff like that but you sh- I feel like y'all should have you know passed out masks to everybody. I felt like y'all should have done temperature checks a long time ago. You should have shut down the plant for two weeks and sanitized properly. But no, but they didn't do that until, you know, and because of, you know, a Christmas holiday just passed that the, um, they, I doubt they're sanitizing the, the plant. They put it in new equipment, you know, new, you know, new machinery, but at the same time, take advantage of, People not being there and sanitize. Yeah. 
And back to the uh, what you were saying about the stimulus check, I kind of want another six hundred dollars on top of <laughs> on top of the other six hundred. Me too, man, boss. Like, man, what's what's your uh, plans with the money? I'm throwing that in the savings account. I heard that. I'm gonna build on it. Period. Might even I don't know. I might I might uh invest in a new um, some more equipment. You know, you know, try to build. Try to if y'all gonna get this money. And you know, do do something with it. Invest in yourself. If you ain't gonna invest in other companies, at least invest in yourself. If you got a project you want to work on, invest in it. If you want to start a YouTube channel or a podcast like me, or you want to be an Instagram model, whatever, this is probably the best time to do it. Invest in some za, whatever you want to do. You know, what you gonna do with your money? Man, I'm I'm the same ass too, man. I'm gonna sit on it. I'm either. I think now personally though, I think I might, I might throw I might throw some of it into the stock market. What you looking at? Man, I've I've been looking at uh Darden Foods, uh, Nike, Apple. See, I want to invest in things that I I enjoy the I enjoy buying as a consumer. Yeah, yeah. I, whew, the most much Jordan stuff I buy, I should invest in Nike. Absolutely. You know, all <laughs> my workout clothes from my casual clothes to my workout clothes to my. Even stuff I sleep in got a Nike logo on it. It's all about see, look, it's all about priorities and perspective. Yeah. If we could spend three to four hundred dollars on a pair of shoes, mm-hmm. why can't we spend the same on something that can make us even more money down the road? Yeah. Well, one thing I have been doing a lot lately, uh, you know, people put a, you know, you know, my parents ask me, you know, they ask me every now and then what I want for Christmas and whatever or for my birthday. I have to have at least one black-owned item. Yeah. So this year I did two. I normally get the uh, Tally and Twine watches, and I got about like three of them so far. Shout out to Tally and Twine. That's dope. The they they're a black luxury watch company, and if they hear this, uh, uh, can y'all come sponsor me? <laughs> Please sponsor me. <laughs> I bought three of y'all watches. Please sponsor me. <laughs> I'm not asking. I'm begging. And um. I forgot, and I got this. Um, I bought a T-shirt, man. I, from a um, from a, a black-owned company. They make a African um style clothing, but it was a little more westernized. You know, their style. You know, they're like African print, but more western styles. Uh, dang, I wish I knew the name of it, but I probably plug them in. I probably shout them out on the next podcast, but um, I, I just my 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 mom bought me a T-shirt from them, and I'm definitely. Like the way the uh, the te- um, the way the clothing is, and how it fits me, so I would definitely be buying that in the future. So, but like, yeah, like if y'all gonna y'all can spend money on Nike and all that other brands, but at least come on, let's spend some money on ourselves, on our people. Absolutely. Like, let's buy black, you know. Black on all day. Yeah. So, so that's my thing. Like around my own, like for GP and you know. For you know yeah yeah for GP around my birthday and around the holidays I I feel like I should at least have at least one black owned buy at least from one black owned company. That see that's the type of time I would like to get on next. See normally I support black owned restaurants but yeah I, I've been going to a lot of black owned restaurants but I need to support physical products too. You know I need to yeah I need to you know I go to a lot of black owned restaurants but 
I feel like, you know, I should buy black-owned clothing and jewelry and stuff. So, you know, I like I love, like I said, I wear my Italian time watch more than I wear my um, any other watches. I got, what, like five, six watches. I'm really big on, I'm really big on, uh, on wearing watches and gym shoes and stuff, but... I wear I wear those watches more than I got a what a Paul Rich watch I got a, a Michael Kors watch, um, I my aspirations was to have a Rolex but it's like, yeah the, I, if I did have a Rolex or you know a, a Patek Philippe watch or a, a a Jaeger watch or whatever one of those high end European brands, mm-hmm. I'll probably wear it once in a while but like on special occasions but it, that Italian twine watch is the watch I wear on a daily basis. I don't care if I'm going to the store. I don't care if I'm going to the uh on a date with my girl. I will wear that watch. I wear those watches on a daily. Those watches are my workhorse. I wear those on a consistent basis. You will see me with that watch before you see me with any other, you know, other watch. Yes. So like I feel like, you know, if if we can buy if I can buy spend two three hundred dollars on Jordans I can spend fifty sixty dollars on you know on these you know on a black clothing company so absolutely and they got some they got some very nice watches too I'm on the website right now mm-hmm. they're very nice they're very presentable they at a reasonable price like you said if you could buy a pair of Jordans you could buy Italian twine yeah like what well, I got the leather band watch and that's like two hundred some dollars. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, I might as well. You know, I get one every year for my birthday, and I get one for Christmas. And you know, I'm just you know even if I see something I like on GP, I will get it. I'm on here right now looking at looking at you know getting one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I feel like yeah, we should support. Like if we can buy all these other you know all all these other brands, and you know. That make millions of dollars off of us and don't do nothing for us. Why not buy spend that same amount of money on you know people who look like us? Absolutely. So you know, I feel like you know that that's my perspective. You know, do what do what y'all want, but this is how this is how I'm rocking right now. So you know, man, I wish I knew the name of the clothing brand that I got. It's on my Facebook page somewhere. I just added them on Facebook, but um. Uh, yeah, I, when I figure out the name, because not coming to me right now, I would definitely shout them out. But if Tally and Twine want to sponsor this podcast, uh, call at me. That would be huge. My link will be in the uh, my. You can hit me up on my uh Twitter and my Facebook. I mean, not my Facebook, my Twitter and my email address. That's all. Will be in the description box below. Okay. But anyway. But yeah, we gonna wrap this up. Any um, any any last words or any you know social media or anything like that? Oh man, so as far as social media goes, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Ken Blow Junior. That's K E N B L O W J R. Period, and uh, you can also find me on Instagram at at K Blow the number five. Okay, yeah. Any shout outs? Oh yeah, shout out to the family. Shout out to my girl Ari. Uh, Shout out to Sterling, D. Scott, Ant. You know, we all going to eventually, all four of us going to be on here. So, you know, look forward to that. Yeah, they ain't ready for that. And shout out to you for listening because without you. Yes, yes, You yes. know, it wouldn't be possible. Yeah, shout out to my listeners. Yes. All five of y'all. <laughs>
It's gonna build. It's gonna build. But it's probably gonna five people gonna listen. But but, they, but shout out to them day ones. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, you can catch um, you can catch me on Twitter. My uh, link will be in uh, the show description, as uh, well as the podcast description, as well as my email address. My Instagram will be coming soon. And uh, stay tuned. I'm on all major platforms: Apple, Spotify, or wherever Google, or wherever you get your podcast from. So, hit us up, like, subscribe, tell your friends about us. Again, this is the Loud Mile Podcast. I am Sterling Five. Shout out to my guest, Kenneth Big Bang Blow. Act like you know. They know. <laughs> they know now. <laughs> yeah, this is the Loud Mile Podcast. We signing out. Peace. Bye.